20 years ago this year, we created the complete millennium musical abridged that burned so white and hot for two and a half years that at the end of 2000, it stopped because everybody was so sick of the millennium. We rebranded it, calling it Western Civilization, the complete musical abridged. And now in 2018, Barnstormers in New Hampshire for their 88th season is actually performing Western Civilization, the complete musical abridge, adding and updating to the history of this fine, neglected piece. And I'm talking with Blair Hundredmart, the director and the cast of Jordan Onquist, Cheryl Mullings, and Rachel Alexa Norman. Uh, how are you managing to do this show in just five days? <laughs> well, that is yet to be seen. Yes. <laughs> Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. Thanks for subscribing, streaming, or downloading and listening to us on your computer or tablet or phone. I'm Austin Titchener, one-third of the Reduced Shakespeare Company, and you're listening to this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast, number 610, Western Civ Lives. Stormers Theatre in historic Tamworth, New Hampshire is, according to no less a source than Wikipedia, the oldest ongoing professional summer theatre in the United States. Founded in 1931 by Francis Cleveland, the son of 22nd President Grover Cleveland, Barnstormers is producing our musical Western Civilization, The Complete Musical Abridged, directed by my old friend and colleague from the late lamented American Stage Festival in Milford, New Hampshire, Blair Hundredmark. I chatted with the cast of the Barnstormers production, Jordan Onquist, Cheryl Mullings, and Rachel Alexa Norman, and we began our conversation with Blair explaining the rehearsal process. So the cast comes in, you know, as prepared as possible, Austin, as you know, but um, it really, uh, you don't really know what you're going to face until you face it, and then when you, you know, these shows are all about louder, faster, funnier, and the costume pieces and the props are starting to get layered in, and that's when the eyes start spinning even more, because you're trying to remember lyrics. You can talk about that. Um, <laughs> as well as, like, you're blocking. Well, and, 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 there, and there comes a point at which you, you, you can't rehearse it anymore anyway. You need an audience in there to tell you how it's going. You had your first designer run this morning. Were they laughing or were they sitting there aghast? A mixture, no, they were <laughs> laughing. It fits yeah. that seem like, is this actually funny? Got great yeah. responses, so it was very helpful to see that we actually are funny. Definitely <laughs> a step forward in like confidence in, the, mm -hmm. in what we're doing. What, what was the impetus? Why did you guys decide to do this show this summer? Bob Shea, artistic director, chose the piece. Not me. Don't blame me, Austin. Um, <laughs> he, he chose the piece. Um, they usually like to end. We usually like to end with a bang. You know, mm -hmm. something kind of louder, faster, funnier. Yeah. Um, it, it'll go through Labor Day weekend. So that's, uh, I think, the thought of it. Small cast probably helped. But one of the things that we want to do this year, uh, and you kind of alluded to it, was... Um, offer one of the male roles in the show to a female. So I think this is the first time, you can tell me if you've ever, anyone's ever done the show with like two 
girls and a guy? I don't know. I think uh, I seem to think that there was an all-female cast uh, in the <sighs> early 2000s. There's definitely some changes, like you know, lyric changes. We reassigned the, the Heavenly Body song <laughs> to Austin slash Jordan. I buy it for the articles. So special, so celestial. So warm, perfectly formed. The universe is expanding, so's my man thing. I'm just a man giving myself a hand. Blair, you've directed, right? You've directed a couple of our shows. Haven't you? No, I was in, I was in, I was in the sports one, and uh, that's it. This is my first di- direction of an RSC show, oh. and probably my last. <laughs> but you, but you so Blair, you and I know each other. We we know each other for a very long time now, and you are definitely familiar with our style. And I love the fact that Barnstormers is doing some of our, I would call them less produced plays, sports, and yeah. and Western Civ. Uh, these are deep cuts in the RSC. <laughs> it's a different kind of audience up here in uh, you know central they northern New Hampshire. Remember the first millennium. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you're going to use that on stage at some point. <laughs> are you able to find a kind of through line for the characters? How does the show work? I mean, it's 20 years old, and I haven't done it in 20 years. How does you it wrote work? it? Well, I can tell you how it worked 20 years ago. Um, it, it worked really well, but now, the, but the world is so much better and nicer and less conflict now. Uh, and we're so, so woke and aware. Um, I mean, the thing I think about is, uh, uh, is this, it's one of my favorite songs, Do Let's Be Frank About the Muslims, which, which yes. was a celebration of Muslim culture and, and, and contributions to history and literature and culture and mathematics and 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 a kind of an attack on why do why must we see muslims as terrorists and it was a reminder that there's a much more domestic uh white guy terrorism and this was written 20 years ago too Mm -hmm. but it was written before Mm -hmm. 9-11 um but yeah but with the rise of white guy domestic terrorism in the United States again, I'm wondering, does it, does the song work again? Sadly, still topical. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think that's the great lesson of, of your show, right? <laughs> Everything repeats itself. So it's, we'll see how it plays, but the people today seem to, uh, seem, seem to like it. And it, and that message you, you couch in such a way stylistically that, you, you know, brings people in to hear these things that are, you know, like the song says, you know, no one wants to talk about it. Um, and that's that's kind of due to what you guys did 20 years ago. And it still works. Do let's be frank about the Muslims. The time for speaking plainly has begun. They all bow down to Mecca. They're wonderful as Hecca. They really are an awful lot of fun. Their empire was Ottoman. They had an awful lot of men who were scientists, philosophers, and sages. Not all of them are Bedouins. They practiced modern medicine. 
When the Western world was still in the dark ages So do let's be frank about the Muslims uh, Yes, I know they seem exotic to a foreigner But all their men and women invented coffee up in Yemen Blame them for every Starbucks on your corner Now there were many... I mean, I do think there's something wonderful about, uh, uh, you know, comedy just generally to, uh, you know, we can look at some serious, maybe complicated topics, and if we're all okay with laughing about them too, maybe we can reach some sort of conclusion or uh, um, agreement. Absolutely. And one of the things one of my professors said, and I don't know what, if, if you believe this too, but I remember in college he said, uh, you know, there's nothing more serious than comedy because it allows you to talk about that stuff that no one wants to talk about, and it, you know, it, it's pushing that boundary. Well, I think that's so true, and I think it applies to actors and directors, too, because I've certainly seen productions that just make things overly silly. The script is funny as it is. You kind of need to ground it with that seriousness that you're talking about. Is your director encouraging seriousness? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We've been doing a lot of journaling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So it's therapy, too. <laughs> so because these these three actors, like have never done one of the RSC shows before, you know, I think the only way I, I could tell them to approach this is like, get the audience on your side in the beginning. Because once they like you and they see your chemistry, then you can get away with just about anything on the stage. And we do just about anything on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, I'm sorry, was that Cheryl or Rachel? That was Rachel. So you're, sing so you're going out in the audience dressed as Torquemada. Yes. Sexy Inquisitor. The sexy. Um, I sat on some laps today, which was <laughs> enjoyable. Uh -huh. uh, no, I like that. I, you know, I generally, I'm not an actor who relishes audience participation, so this is a perfect show for me. Oh. Um, but it's really fun with that number, probably because I have a rising thoughts. If you want to end your misery, I'm the answer to your prayers. But if he or she can't recant, then all I've got to say is Let them swing by their necks or by their feet, let them swing I know I should forgive, but hey, let them swing, let them swing, let them swing Any infidels in the audience tonight? You're listening to Tim Minchin randomly standing here with Austin and et al. in uh, Washington, D.C., and you are listening to the Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. <laughs> Where can you RSC the RSC? We're still on our summer break, but you can get plenty of incredibly reduced Shakespeare in your own home by owning your very own copy of Pop-Up Shakespeare, illustrated by the marvelous Jenny Mazels. It's on sale worldwide, and you can find links to both Amazon and independent bookstores in the US and the UK on our website. And our next batch of tour dates is now online. We're sending out 11 different actors and three, possibly four different stage managers this season to perform William Shakespeare's long lost first play abridged, the ultimate Christmas show abridged, and the show that started it all, the complete works of William Shakespeare abridged, revised in 30 different cities and 18 different states. 
As always, the very best way to stay up to date about all of our worldwide performance dates is to sign up for the Reduced Reader, our email newsletter. Go to ReducedShakespeare.com and click on the link to subscribe and check out our touring page for specific box office venue and ticket information. And now back to my conversation with director Blair Hundredmark and the Barnstormers Theater production of Western Civilization, The Complete Musical Abridged. Just as Blair was asking for advice about a signature move in our scripts. I'm a little worried about squirting the audience. Let's talk about that. Like, yes. the, uh, how's, any hostile reactions to that? No, but I do remember one performance at uh, University of uh, California at Santa Cruz, Go Banana Slugs. Um, we, uh, the, what, uh, an old friend of mine from college brought his, I guess, preteen sons, and they had brought their own squirt guns. And they, re- <laughs> they returned fire, um, which was so much fun. But also, they can't possibly um, outshoot us. <laughs> so we just drenched these kids, and they loved it. And my only fear is that they thought that every theater experience from then on would include squirt guns. <laughs> um, I, the, tr- the trick to this is to aim high. Aim high and let... <laughs> Let the mist uh, cascade down on people gently. Don't be shoved. Don't, don't be squirting them right in the face. <laughs> Thank you. Good to know. Good to know. Pro tip. Um, <laughs> and you have a. You guys have a, a, a live accompaniment, right? Yes, we've got Tommy Efrady on uh, keyboard. So we're doing a mix of live and the backing tracks. Because that was one of my disappointments in the creation of the show was that at, at at too early of a point in its development, we lost our accompanist and we had to go to backing tracks. And the backing tracks are great, but yeah. you, but once you know once you click play on the backing track, there's no danger of it going of the of the show stopping and starting and 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 going off off its rails. It's what made the show less less reduced in its style because I think there's always a sense in our shows that, oh God, you these guys are improvising. You don't know what they're gonna do. But if you're singing yeah, to yeah. a backing track, oh well I guess they're gonna finish this song. <laughs> hey, we sometimes improvise to the backing track. So. <laughs> yeah. They might you might not get the words right, but you'll keep going. <laughs> but yes. particularly with uh, Particularly with the audience participation, like Let Him Swing, you know, you do want that sense of, oh God, what's she gonna do? What what's gonna happen? And will the will the accompanist follow her or not? I remember at one point when we still had our accompanist, Nick Graham, the composer. He got up. <laughs> he got up and threatened to be Torquemada's like um bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, it was really fun and totally spontaneous and totally in the moment and absolutely, and absolutely something we couldn't accomplish when we started using backing tracks. So I'm, I'm thrilled that you guys are using a live musician. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a great asset. And uh, Jordan's gonna play guitar uh, on one song. Uh, what are you doing? What's your I'm song? I'm doing um, um, middle aged born grace. born grace at the end of that. Yeah, well, all those little bits. Oh. I'm actually playing the guitar. Mediocre <laughs> <laughs> Makes me want to cry I'm a middle-aged guy And the years are going by so fast 
All this looking back shows me what I lack, and it's time to face the facts at last. Everything proves I'm correct in my hunch. I will never do what Edison could do before lunch. Rockefeller was in his 60s when he made billions out of crude. I'm not even 40, and I can't digest my food. Caruso in the hall, Michael Jordan with the ball, are who I aspired to be. But some are born great. Some achieve greatness And some end up like me Those How long does this run? You run through Labor Day. So is this a two-week run? Yes. Ten days, yeah. Ten days. Oh, my gosh. What's it like? I mean, I, I love musicals, and I, I so enjoyed working on this show and performing it. Does it feel like a musical you performed before? Is it a nice break? Is it like, oh my God, this isn't the musical? Well, how does it feel to perform this show versus other shows that you've played? I don't uh, think of it too much differently than than a normal musical. Learning harmonies and figuring out what's happening and going from scene to scene and sometimes singing and sometimes not. Um, I don't know. It, it doesn't feel too different to me. To me, I would say it's more like almost like a cabaret show because the how the numbers are set up. Where it's, I mean, there is a through line, but it's not like you're telling a story with the right. same person coming back and forth and having the different numbers on yeah. your journey. And, and I think that um, just because of the conceit of the show, uh, that we're, you know, we're playing ourselves, we're clearly doing this. It's a, a bit of a uh, seeing behind the curtain a bit for the whole show that there is a freedom of if we accidentally <laughs> uh, go off the rails or something happens or something fun happens there's a freedom to play with that and not like no no but this scene is where my character actually falls. it's like no something happens intentionally or not we can go with it rather than go uh oh that's that's not in the script so it will ruin my character arc. <laughs> Right, your character is this person who's putting on this show and hoping nothing goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, and so if something goes wrong, all that does is feed feed into it. It it feels like the only through lines are um, combating technology and being dominated by a computer, which was I, which was very current twenty years ago, as we were all afraid <laughs> of Y two K, and conflicting thoughts on feminism. Yeah, and mansplaining. Oh, yeah. Which wasn't even a word 20 years ago. Was it God, thing? Yeah. Oh, it was a thing. Oh, yeah. Right, it was a thing, but we didn't have a word for it. Or maybe, no, we did have a word for it. We were just called assholes. <laughs> what, is the, what, is, how, what is the mansplaining part of it? How does it express itself in the show? I've forgotten. You tell me. Um, I think part of it is the the constant shutting down of the women of, you know, trying to show like, no, this is, it, it's never really fully articulated except at the end 
when when Austin or Jordan says, you know, I was trying to, I was doing this to keep up the lie that, you know, the world is run by and all the important people are white men. Yeah. The lie we're told. Yeah. Yeah. Right-handed men. Yeah. (laughs) I'd like to take a moment now to pay tribute to the common man. A little number for all the unsung heroes of the last millennium. The village smithy who never misses a single day of work. The restaurant employees who actually do wash their hands before they touch your food. Or any person, male or female, who's ever given birth. Well, this is for them. Or how about that guy? You know that guy, he chopped down a cherry tree, then he became our first president? What's that guy's name? Nobody knows. And what about everyone has a Hoover vacuum, but nobody knows the name of the man who invented it? Well, finally, this is for them, all of them, all the unsung heroes of the last millennium, the unsung song. Yeah, and what's lovely about the show also that you created is that, I mean, obviously in um, the way you've written it, that lesson is kind of taught, but in reverse. Mm-hmm. Like we're, we're saying it's not one thing, but it is, if that makes any sense. Like by saying, um, no, we're not going to talk about these important women. We're actually talking about these right. important women. So, I mean, that's... Or talking about the phenomenon yeah. that we don't talk about these women. Yeah, yeah, which is really cool. You know, that's very... I'm, I'll have to go back and read this script because that, that sounds very... <laughs> I'm so glad we wrote it that way. That sounds kind of cool. <laughs> We were so woke. We really were. (laughs) That's it for this week's Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast. Western Civilization, the complete musical abridged, opens this Thursday night at the Barnstormers Theater in Tamworth, New Hampshire, and runs through September 1st. Go to barnstormerstheater.org for more information. Then send us your contemporary updates via email to feedback at reducedshakespeare.com. You can also engage with us and other fans on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. You can find easy links to all these social networks at our website, reducedshakespeare.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Austin Titchener. Also, this Reduced Shakespeare Company podcast now has its own dedicated Facebook page where you can comment on this episode, suggest episode topics, ask questions and comment on recent episodes, or just generally kibitz with us and other podcasts listeners. Find us and please like us on Facebook at RSC Podcast. Thanks as always to middle-aged guy Matthew Croak, web services by Ginger Power Limited, music by John Weber and Garage Band, and also this week by Nick Graham, who wrote the music for the songs from Western Civ, the complete musical abridged, and produced the original cast recording from which you've been hearing excerpts featuring me, Reed Martin, and D. Ryan, and available at iTunes. Our random fan shout-out this week goes to Cara Blue. No reason, it's just random. Special thanks to Tim Minchin, the Tony-nominated and Olivier Award-winning composer of the musicals Matilda and Groundhog Day. And finally, thanks very much to you for listening. I'm Austin Titchener, 610 1830ths of the Reduced Shakespeare Company. Everybody, deja vu. Deja vu. If it happened before. Deja vu. It'll happen some more. Deja vu. You can't remember when. It's deja vu all over again. It's like a White House scandal. A bowl of chili beans. They keep repeating.
gotta swing it, gotta wing it, come on everybody sing it. Deja vu. If it happened before. Deja vu. It'll happen some more. Deja vu. You can't remember when. It's deja vu all over again. Deja vu. If it happened before. Deja vu. It'll happen some more. Deja vu. Podcast is a production of the Reduce Shakespeare Company. Reducing expectations since 1981. Go to ReduceShakespeare.com for performance dates, actor bios, email newsletters, and so much less. And so much less. So much less. So much less. So much less.